0: Let's go. Hey, friends, welcome back to our special holiday sanity series that we have here on the Redefining Balance podcast. We are doing this series to really equip you with all of the things that you need to have a successful, intentional, and the very best holiday season ever. Because you know what? After this year, I think we all could use a really good holiday season. Now, the beautiful thing is, is regardless of what we do, The reason for the season makes it good enough. There's nothing that we need to do to add to it because we are celebrating the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and that, my friends, is all we really need. But as a working mom, we know that really, we get hit with a lot of different stuff all the time, but especially around the holiday season. That's why we've created the free course, Holiday Sanity, and I hope that you go and grab it. You can go to HolidaySanity.com to get your free course to help you plan using the simple four steps so that you can kind of keep it a little bit more simple this year, make it the best it absolutely can be. Now, simple doesn't have to mean worse or less than or not good enough because it can still be pretty awesome. Now, last week we were joined by a special guest talking about how we can help with our finances during the holiday season. So if you missed that episode, I hope you go back and check it out. Today, we are joined by Lindsay Young, Now, Lindsay's been on this podcast, I don't even know how many times, so many times, because she truly gets what it means to being a working Christian mom, putting God first in front of everything else. And she's really, really brilliant when it comes to aspects of our health, whether that be taking care of your immune system, losing weight, be getting better sleep, just improving our nutrition so that we can really function at our very, very best for everything that God has called us to. And that's why I love having her on to share her wisdom with you because it is very practical. It actually fits into a working mom's schedule. It's stuff that we can actually do with kids and that are maybe pickier eaters and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And so she's prepared a wealth of knowledge for us going into the holiday season on how we can still keep to our health goals without sacrificing the season which just makes me super duper happy to even say we don't have to sacrifice the season for our health because I love everything that comes with the holiday season. When we're talking about food, when we're talking about all of the celebrations, all of it, I'm there for all of it. But I also understand the importance of my health and how it helps me be the very best that I can be. So Lindsay's here to share her wisdom with us. So without further ado, let's get into my conversation with Lindsay Young. Lindsay Young, welcome back to the Redefining Balance podcast. I am so, so excited to have you on the show. You've been on so many times. I was trying to do a count real quick before we started recording and I was thinking, I don't know if I can really count it. I mean, you really are the go-to that I go to when it comes to health advice in all areas of our health because you specialize in working with busy moms (laughs) like me. So I love having you on because you have so much wisdom. So for those of our audience that
1: haven't yet met you. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Yes. Well, I love being here with you, Jenny, and I love your community. So I'm so happy to be on the show again. And I'm always grateful when you invite me back. But my name is Lindsay Young. I'm a certified strength and conditioning specialist and a certified transformational nutrition coach. And like you said, I help busy women develop a simple nutrition and lifestyle plan to create optimal health and energy. And I own my own business. I do group programs and nutrition consultations with my clients kind of all around the nation at this point. I am a California girl. My husband and I were both born and raised in California. And about a year ago, we made the move to Boise, Idaho. So we have been here for... We're about to experience our second winter, which is kind of exciting. And I've got three kids that I am homeschooling this year. So we are feeling very full at the moment.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, so when we say busy women, you're like, yeah, that's me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I I think that that is, you know, that's where the passion for the work that I do comes from is being in this, right? Like looking to my left and my right and seeing so many other women in this same situation of having a lot on our plates, but also having the desire to want to steward our bodies well and to show up every day as our best self for our families and our jobs. And I really do strive to take some of the overwhelming and big health concepts that seem difficult to implement in our daily lives and try to just simplify them.
0: And that's why I love following everything that you do because it is very simple but it's all science based and it's not just about weight loss or, you know, it's all about all part of our health from sleep, which we've had you on our YouTube video talking about sleep before to boost in our immunity and weight and just like all of the things that health encompasses and I think the thing that makes me so appreciative to have you on right now is because we are doing a holiday sanity series. And you know when we talk about the holidays, so much of our routine, so much of our eating, everything kind of gets thrown out of whack. And our health can be one of the first things that kind of falls by the wayside. And so I love that you have 8 strategies, 8 steps to really help us hone in on our health during this holiday
1: season. Mm-hmm. And this is an important thing to talk about, right? I mean, even if you don't have a big weight loss goal right now, or you're not concerned about gaining weight over the holidays, or you're not really in a big health transformation phase of your life, we still like all the women on this podcast who are listening to this, like, I know that we all want to lead meaningful and intentional days. We all want energy. We all want confidence. We're all concerned about our immune system right now. That's something that everyone is talking about with what's been happening over the last nine months and. Health is of course something that we want to be paying attention to all year round, but it can feel really hard during the holidays. So I'm excited to have this conversation.
0: Yeah, it really can feel hard, but it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. So I'm so glad that you've put together these eight strategies. So let's just jump right in. Strategy number one.
1: Yes, what is the, and what is this first one? So and it's funny because I, I came up with seven and I was at our life group last night, which is such a blessing to me to be with. Women and believers and gathered together and we were talking about how often we are going through these hard things and we just forget to ask. We forget to ask God for help during these things that we know are going to be tough. So that got bumped up to step number one is to make sure that we're drawing close to God during the season and remembering that he cares about our health and he cares about how we're stewarding our health and the efforts that we're making towards it. So step number one is to make sure that we're inviting God into this journey with us through the holidays and asking him for help. I think that this is such an important one. I mean, obviously, this is
0: when we talk about balance here at Your Life Rocks, and we talk about like the three main things you need for balance. God is definitely number one and putting Him in front of every part of your life and especially for your health. And I think sometimes, you know, like if we get sick or we get injured, you know, then we we pray that God would heal us or... But I don't think that we necessarily always bring God into the everyday of kind of making sure that we make the right choices or being with us in this journey or, or whatever that might be, or even asking for protection before we even get sick. I think that that's one of those small little things that we forget to do unless it's something big. But the Bible tells us to be praying about even the smallest things and bringing them before the Lord. Absolutely, absolutely. So important. So I love that you have that as a reminder. is isn't the Holy Spirit so good too, that he like laid that on your heart mm, to be like, Lindsay, make sure you remind everybody, <laughs> hello. <laughs> I'm right here. All right. So God first, for sure, asking for help. What is number two?
1: So number two is really being mindful about our sugar consumption during this time of year. I think that's the first thing that comes to mind when we think about the holidays is the abundance of sweets and all of the different You know, sugary things that we're going to be exposed to and we're going to want to enjoy because they feel seasonal or they feel like they're part of the celebration or it's, you know, a tradition or something like that. But there are so many healthier alternatives, especially now more than there were five or 10 years ago. And if we're really being mindful about our sugar consumption, I think it's totally possible to still feel like we're experiencing the season but also taking better care of ourselves and i highlight sugar specifically because of the downstream impact that sugar plays on our body from head to toe and it's about more than just our calorie intake for the day right if we're just kind of making sure we don't go above a certain calorie amount or maybe we're tracking points or maybe we're looking at macros you know sugar can can find its way in there and that doesn't mean that it's the best choice for our health. And sweet really begets sweet. And that's one of the reasons why I always encourage my clients to start their day sweet free. Because once we invite sugar into our day, we're going to crave more of it, we're going to want more of it. And sugar impacts our sleep and our sleep quality. It has a direct and immediate impact on our immune system, which we're all really concerned about right now it impacts our mood, it impacts our ability to focus. So there are a lot of reasons to just, you know, not feel like we have to avoid sugar at all costs, but just paying attention, looking at the nutrition facts label, kind of seeing like, okay, where are these places where sugar might be making its way into my day? And how can I be mindful of those things? And use that information knowing that, okay, like tonight, my kids want it. For example, my kids want to make an apple crisp tonight because we have all of these apples that we got. And so I'm like, okay, we're going to have a dessert tonight, which is something we don't do every night. So I already am kind of thinking... Okay, do I have a good healthy breakfast planned for tomorrow? Because I know I'm going to be craving sweets a little bit when I wake up tomorrow if I have dessert tonight. Do I have a plan to make sure I've got all my water in today? Have I, you know, surrounded these other meals with lots of healthy vegetables? So I think that just kind of keeping in mind that sugar can set us up to crave more sweets and more sugar, then we can make just better educated decisions.
0: I think that this is a really important topic when we talk about sugar, because I know for me, like I'll go into the holidays with like the best of intentions and I'll say, okay, this is what I am planning on doing. But then you find yourself, you know, there's freshly frosted sugar cookies on the counter and you're snuggled up watching a movie and you think, well, what's one more? I mean, yeah, it's, you know, you you know that maybe you might be adding on a few more pounds by having these small indulgences throughout the holidays but sometimes we have this mindset of it's okay january's coming and i can get it off i'm planning on doing this new health thing or joining this gym or whatever new year's resolution comes around in january and so it's easy to to justify saying, well, it's okay. But I think what you pointed out is really, really key for us all to keep in mind is that sugar doesn't just impact our weight. It impacts the way that we sleep, impacts our mental function and the way that we're able to focus at work and so many other things, our immune system, because those things I don't know about our listeners out there, but those are the things that you can't really get back. You know, having a day at work where you're staring at the screen, like not able to focus at all, like that's no fun. Uh, getting sick and having to take time off from work, and maybe missing some of the Christmas festivities—that's not fun. And so we really do have to think bigger picture about some of the impact of these things. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and there are other alternatives, right? It doesn't have to be, you know, one or the other. You either have it or you don't. Like I had shared on my Instagram a couple of weeks ago, a healthier version of p- a pumpkin spice latte that you can make at home. Like, cause a regular pumpkin spice latte has 50 grams of sugar. That's it's so 50. crazy. <laughs> That's almost two sodas. Oh and I know, you know so many people that would never drink two sodas in a day, but just aren't thinking that there's that much sugar in their Starbucks drink. So there really are ways that you can kind of decrease that sugar load Lily's is a favorite brand of mine that has stevia sweetened chocolate and Lakanto is another. They both make really great. Like Lakanto makes a really great hot cocoa that has probiotics in it and is sweetened with monk fruit. And my kids love that. And I have no problem ending every school day with a big cup of hot chocolate, knowing that it's not loaded with sugar, that it's sweetened with either monk fruit or stevia. So those are two really great, still healthy alternatives And, you know, there are so many, like if we're just in the headspace of, okay, how could I make this a little bit healthier or decrease the sugar a little bit? There are a lot of opportunities for improvement.
0: And this is why I love following you on social media and getting your emails, because you often will test these recipes with your kids, make sure that they like them. So you're not sending out these crazy things that like, if I made it, my kids would be like, mom, that's gross. (laughs) Wasted (laughs) all this money on all these expensive ingredients (laughs) that are supposed to be healthier. And so that's what I love following you because you do have such real life good swaps that actually taste good too. So if people
1: haven't yet followed Lindsay, make sure you go over. Is Instagram the best place for people to follow you, Lindsay? Yeah, for sure. That's where I share the most, is on Instagram. And my handle is Lindsay with an AY dot lives dot well. Awesome. And then if people wanted to get on your email list, because I know
0: you share a lot of recipes, like full-on recipes there too, where how do people get on your email list?
1: Yeah. So you can go to my website, lindsayliveswell.com, and there's a free seven-day meal plan that will pop up right when you arrive at my website. And if you sign up for that, you'll be on my newsletter list. Or if you're on Instagram and you go to the link in my bio, I have all of my free guides there. I have that free seven-day meal plan. I have a free meal planning toolkit. I have a free smoothie guide. I have a bunch of things. And if you sign up for any of the free stuff, you'll get on my email list.
0: I love it. And this brings us to step number three that you have for us when we're talking about meal plans, because you are like the queen of recipes and meal plans and prepping and all of that kind of stuff. So talk to us a little about how that can incorporate into how we're cooking our food.
1: Yeah. So simplifying your, your food, your meal prep, your whole eating system during the holidays, I think is really helpful. And I know the comparison trap that we can fall into when we're, when we see all these other moms who are baking up a storm or making all of these decadent holiday meals. I really try to simplify, you know, aside from like the big holiday meals, right? Like Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve, I really try to like drill down and simplify our normal day-to-day eating during the holidays so that I have more bandwidth for other things. So I tend to really rinse and repeat our go-to staple recipes that produce a lot of leftovers. I lean so heavily on leftovers during this time of year because that like cuts the cooking time and the amount of time that I spend in the kitchen in half. And I know that, you know, not everyone wants to eat the same thing every single day of the week. Like I may make a big batch of chili. And by the third night, my kids are looking at me like, are we Um... really having this again? (laughs) But so one of the strategies I use is I will, if I'm going to you know go into the kitchen and put the time into making a meal, I always double or triple the recipe. And then I can take those extra portions and freeze them. So we don't necessarily have to eat chili three nights in a row, but I've got a whole batch of chili in the freezer that I can pull out a week from now or two weeks from now. And if I'm really intentional, every time I go into the kitchen that I'm always thinking, what kind of a gift could I give my future self? Then we wind up with a good stash of leftovers that you know on those busy nights where we've been at a Christmas performance, or we've been, you know, at some holiday event, like we can come home. I've got something healthy that's already made that we can pop in the microwave and defrost.
0: This is so brilliant because I can't tell you, like, this has been like a uh, thought rolling around in my head of the things that I should do that are going to save me time is spending a couple days in my kitchen, filling my freezer with freezer meals. You see a ton of information about people who do that kind of thing, but it just feels like such a huge chore that I've never done it because. I don't really like to cook. (laughs) So spending two days in my kitchen cooking just seems like torture. But you know, I definitely can see the payoff of being able to just pull something out of the freezer and heating it up. And so I love that you talk about just doubling up on what you're making and putting half of it in the freezer. And you do that a couple of times a week and your freezer's full. Like that just seems so smart.
1: Yeah, I call it micro meal prep because I'm for sure at a phase of my life where I just the thought of spending an entire weekend or even like half of my Sunday in the kitchen is just not appealing. But I can totally get on board with little bits, little tiny things that I do throughout the week that just kind of pay it forward. And like I said before, I do have I have a free seven-day meal plan on my website. I have that meal planning toolkit. So if any of the listeners feel like really lost on even knowing where to begin with meal planning, that's a fantastic resource. And then I also have a fall winter meal plan for sale on my website that is really, it's I think 55 recipes that are seasonal for this time of year. And those honestly are the recipes that I just lean on this entire season. Like (laughs) I just print those out and they have a shopping list. And that's really what I just kind of end up repeating for the next couple months are those meals. I love
0: it. So, so simple. So since we're talking about food, but we're also talking a little bit about time, the next step that you have for us is talking about a time audit. What do you mean exactly by a time audit?
1: Yeah. So I think one of the reasons why it feels so hard to stay on track with our health goals during this time of year is because we're throwing the holidays on top of our already very full lives. And Truth. A lot of times it just comes down to having less time and there's more to do. And that ends up kind of sneaking in and crowding out the time that we've set aside to exercise or meal prep. And we're more tired because there's more on our plate. And then we're more likely to opt for convenience foods rather than taking that little extra step. Like, I don't know why it feels so hard to like cut up the apple and get the peanut butter out of the fridge. (laughs) And it just feels so much easier to like grab a handful of chips, right? Like it's just because we feel short on time and then we just lean towards what's convenient. So I feel like this is a really good opportunity to do a little time audit and really like kind of pull back the curtain and see what are we spending our time on and what is filling our minutes, what is filling our hours and what could possibly go for this season, I know for me, like setting better social media boundaries always gives me back time in my days because I can easily, you know, sit there and all of a sudden look up and realize I have scrolled for 30 minutes and that's 30 minutes. I could have been out on a walk or I could have been doing some of this micro meal prep and, and I'll never get that time back. Like it's just gone. So I was chatting with a client this week and she just threw like a a big responsibility on her plate. She just decided she's going to take this test at the end of November. So she's got four weeks of cramming for this kind of next step in her career. And so we, we hopped on the phone this week and she's like, okay, I really need your help with you know simplifying my eating and, and kind of figuring out my schedule because I can't let exercise go. I know that's important for my energy levels. I can't let healthy eating go because I know that I want to feel my best during this really important time in my career. So how am I going to fit it all in? And that's one of the things we did. We kind of just went through her calendar to figure out, okay, like if those are your priorities and you're putting those in first, something else has to go because you can't expect to throw this other big thing into your schedule and have time for it all. And what we kind of ended up landing on was she's she's been divorced for a number of years and had recently decided she was going to jump back into the dating world. And we looked at her calendar and she said, oh my goodness, Lindsay, I spent a few hours last week looking at dating apps and kind of checking out some of these websites. And her realization was that can totally sit for four weeks. Like that can wait a month. That's totally fine. So taking that just real honest look at our schedule and figuring out what can go.
0: So good. So, so brilliant. I think and you know, I'm a natural procrastinator. Like I am just, I keep (laughs) thinking, I'm one of these days, I'm not going to be a procrastinator. I'm just coming to terms with the fact that that is who I am. And I always just need to work around it. And so if there's something at work specifically that I'm like, I just don't want to do this right now. I don't like doing this right now, but it needs to get done. I will find myself. Opening up another tab on my computer and going to Zillow because we have a dream of buying property and building a house, and so I'll find myself just daydreaming, looking at properties, and then at the end of the day, I'm thinking I didn't get everything done I needed to get done at work, and da da da, and it's just you know we go on this cycle of stress, and I don't have enough time, and then it dawned on me one day when I caught myself doing the Zillow thing, I was like, this is why you don't have enough time because you're not being focused when you give yourself time to work, and so. I have now set a limit for myself because I, it does recharge my batteries to be able to have that hope and to have something to look forward to in a world where you know there's not always things to look forward to that we normally would look forward to. So I've allowed myself 15 minutes in the day. So then that way, if I catch myself doing it, I can say, okay, is this going to be your 15 minutes or do you want to close the window and come back and do it later? Because I don't want to completely cut it out, but I think you're right that we do have to have some boundaries around some of those time sucks.
1: Mm -hmm. And I love that you set a timer because that's such great accountability to really like keep it within that container of time that you have set, right? Like you've kind of made that adult decision. Like this is something I want to do. I know it gives me energy. It's exciting. It's something to look forward to, but I also can't let it take over my day. I love that you call it an adult decision because for me, (laughs) it feels like I'm treating myself (laughs) like a child every time I set a timer. No, I think it's very adult. <laughs> <laughs> Good.
0: Because I, I I, honestly have a timer like on my, um, oh, what do you call it? Like your start bar at the bottom of your Windows screen, you know, where you have like all your shortcuts. I mm-hmm. have a timer right there for that reason, because there are times where I'm like, I don't want to do this task. So I'll have to set the timer and be like for 10 minutes, You can't do anything but that task. And most likely I'm done in like eight minutes with the thing. You know, it's never Mm -hmm. anything that takes a ton of time. So anyway, timers are definitely my friend. (laughs) But on to your next tip, which is really kind of shifting gears almost a little bit and pivoting into our homes. We've talked about food. We've talked about time management. What does our home have to do with our health? You know, it truly is the most wonderful time of year. Until we start to run out of time, we feel very stressed and there's just way too much on our plate to ever get everything done that we want to. And then we feel guilty about it. Am I right? Moms, it does not have to be this way. This is why I created the Holiday Sanity course. Not only will you learn the four steps of planning the greatest holiday ever that is simple, doable, and less stress. Total Holiday Sanity. You can get it for free by going to HolidaySanity.com or if you already have the Your Life Rocks app, you can find it in there under courses. You don't yet have the app? Go to your app store right now and search Your Life Rocks or you can go to yourliferocks.com forward slash Apple or yourliferocks.com forward slash Google and find the link directly to your app store and download it for free today. What does our home have to do with our health?
1: so i really advocate for having your home be a sanctuary for you. What I want my I coach my clients to create the environment that they spend the most amount of time in to like enhance their healthy eating goals, to make it easier. Like your home should be the place where it's the easiest for you to stay on track with the way that you want to be eating or the way you want to be moving your body or whatever it is that the goals that you have for your health. So around the holidays, i encourage you to Kind of like fiercely guard what you bring into your home. You want your house to be a safe place to really set you up for success, no matter what kind of mood you're in. Because I know the tendency to think like, oh, you know, the kids brought the candy in, but it's okay. Cause I have willpower and I'm not going to partake in that. And it was so funny to me, all these texts that I was getting on the night of the election, cause we're recording this a few days after the election. And Halloween was the weekend before. And, you know, for some people, Halloween candy might be tempting. It might not be. But it was so funny. All the texts I was getting on Tuesday night of moms sitting in front of the couch, feeling so stressed out, digging into their kids' Halloween candy. (laughs) Because when we're stressed, we crave sugar. And so if that hadn't been there, then they wouldn't be sitting on a couch digging through their kids' Halloween candy, right? So I think that if we can keep the treats out of our home, if we can... Really feel like safe in that environment. You know, for our family, like we try not to keep ice cream in the house. It's very rarely sitting in our house because every time I open the freezer, I see it and then I'm thinking, oh. Am I going to have some ice cream tonight? Are we going to have ice cream after dinner tonight? But if we just make it something that we go out to have, and maybe we do that twice a month, it's so much easier. It helps me feel a little bit safer and a little bit more in control in my house because I'm not having to use willpower, but we still can have it. It's not that it's off limits, but it's just not in my sanctuary. I so love this tip. I mean, for me, when it
0: comes to the holidays, I love all the things. But one of the things that I look forward to, like the most when the weather starts to turn a little bit colder, are really yummy coffee. Now, all year round, I drink black coffee. Like I don't add anything to it, just straight up black coffee. But for some reason, when the holidays come around, I think I need to add whipped cream and flavoring (laughs) and sprinkles and make it super yummy. And, you know, to save money in years past, I will go and I will get all of those things and bring it home so I can make yummy coffees at home and not have to go out and get them. But as you're talking about this, I think it's maybe this year, I will not completely cut it out, but maybe go like once a week and get a yummy specialty coffee instead of bringing everything back into my house.
1: Yeah, no, and I love that. And it's sometimes we have to choose priority wise, right? There are times where your budget is the most important thing. And that's what you're zeroing in on. And there are other times where you make concessions with your budget or you move things around a little bit because something else is a priority. Like this example, your health, right? You might spend a few more dollars on that specialty coffee, but knowing that you're not then having that sugar bomb seven days a week, you're only having it once a week. I think that that's a win.
0: I love that. And you know, it's funny because when you said that, about you know different priorities, I was also thinking about the difference between a want and a need, right? Mm. I don't necessarily need to have a fancy coffee every single morning just because I want it, right? Like that's not something that I absolutely have to have, especially if budget is a concern. I think it's important that we always look at like a want versus a need. I mean, obviously if you can make it work, then awesome. But I do think that that's an important distinction. For sure. Awesome. Okay. So the next one, we talked about keeping home as a sanctuary, but what about the next one looking at your inputs? What do you mean by that?
1: Yeah. So this is considering who is having a big influence in your life. Like who are you following on social media? Who are you, you know, texting throughout the day or spending your time with? Who are the people that are inspiring you or motivating you to stay on track with your health? and? I think this is really different. I just want to make sure I clarify, like this is really different from like filling your feed with unrealistic, you know, bodybuilder images, right? Or maybe only following people on social media who have like one type of healthy body. Or even, you know, sometimes I'll realize I've followed an account where these women look great and they're talking really negatively about themselves. And that puts me in kind of a bad headspace. But I realized, so on Monday afternoon... I opened up my Instagram and the first picture I saw was my friend, Rebecca, and she was all bundled up. She was outside in the sunshine going on a walk. And the caption said something about how with the time change, the days are shorter and how that really impacts her mood. And it's so important that she gets out and gets on a 30 minute walk outside every day. And it was so inspiring to me because I know her. I know she's got four kids. I know she lives in a cold place. So she's got all the excuses to not have time to get out in the sunshine and get that walk. But it was so inspiring to me that I saw this other woman who is just as busy as I am. And she was making her health a priority and getting out and getting her walk in. And I literally put down my phone, grabbed my jacket, and went on a walk myself. And it was just a great example of, you know, when we, spend a lot of time with maybe other moms who have the mentality of like, oh, it's the holidays, just treat yourself. And you can go on a diet in January. And oh, it doesn't matter. We kind of get caught up in that way of thinking. And if we can guard those people who are having influence over us and really make sure that we're being intentional about seeking out the relationships that are supportive and are motivating. I know when, coronavirus hit and there was a lot of, you know, we were all super discombobulated. And I had one text thread with moms who were staying up every night, drinking wine, watching Netflix, you know, just kind of going on this downward spiral. And I had another text thread going with a group of moms who were like, wow, this is hard. And we've got to steward our bodies well during this season so that we can handle this really big, scary event. And I was just so like I saw the the differences in these groups of women and how when I was really checking in with that group of moms who were going to bed early and, you know, cleaning up their diet so that their immune system was strong, I was so inspired by that. It really like brought out that in me and that desire in me as well. So I think that it's, you know, if we're being intentional about surrounding ourselves with people who hold us to a higher standard, it's gonna help carry us through this holiday season. I think that this is so
0: important and I think it really impacts us well beyond our realm of health is the fact that we are easily influenced. I mean, it's a, it's a fact of nature. It's not a matter of like, oh, I'm not going to be influenced. Well, you are. So you just have to decide like who you are allowing to influence you and kind of going back to your values and what it is that you want your, the trajectory of what you're doing right now in your life to go. I'm reminded of inside of our our free holiday sanity course, we have a section which is really all about planning because you know that's what we do here at Your Life Rocks <laughs> is all about planning. But before we get into like the four simple steps of planning the holidays, it really is about setting that intention, almost how people set like a word for the year, but it's really setting that word for the holiday season on what you want it to be. It might be peaceful, it might be excitement. It it really is for what you feel like you need in the season that you're in and really laying it out as a prayer. But I think that it's important that when we look at who we follow on social media, the shows that we watch, that all of those things that influence that really kind of align with with that word or with that intention that we have for the holiday season and doesn't combat that. Now, I'm not talking about like, Unfollowing Aunt Joan because you know she's a baker and she's always posting pictures of things that she bakes because we love Aunt Joan. (laughs) But sometimes we follow like like you were saying influencers, people we don't know. They're not friends. They're not family. I know for me, I love following foodies because I just love seeing cool food or you know I just I like seeing that kind of stuff on Instagram. But around the holidays, I'm probably going to have to guard that a little bit more to make sure that I'm following people that are in line with some of the healthier decisions that I want to have. And probably honestly, follow more people that are putting Christ first, because that's really where I want to have my focus for the holidays be. And so I think that this is an important point. We could probably do a whole episode just on this.
1: Yeah. And I love what you said about going into this season with a a big picture view of what like, what do you want this season to be about for you? and being really intentional about that. And it's not unfollowing everyone on social media who isn't inspiring to you. Like we're not talking about canceling everyone, you know, you're really like, if you know that if God has placed on your heart, uh, a way that you want to go through this season and you look around and realize, Hey, there are these few people that really embody that. And they really encourage me in that way, making a point to seek them out and to, you know, to, Take that encouragement that they're giving you and harness it. I think that that's really important. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I think it's really, really important. Okay. So this next one, Lindsay, I have to say, it makes (laughs) me feel a little bit pressured. Everything counts. Of course, everything counts. Now I feel pressured. (laughs) I felt like so much relief and all of the other things. And
1: now I'm like, everything counts. I know. Maybe I should have worded this differently. Um, But I like to look, okay. So you could look at this from a couple different views, right? And this is not, when I say it all counts, I do not mean that like every Christmas cookie stacks the card against you. That's definitely not what I mean. (laughs) What I mean is every single effort I make towards health stacks the cards in my favor. And I think that it's really easy to write off the things that there are things that are easy to do and easy to not do, right? It's like, Oh, well, it's just one glass of water, or it's just one 10 minute walk, or, you know, these little votes that we can make for our health, and they seem so small and ins- insignificant, but it can feel like it's not worth putting that little bit of effort in. But I really believe that all of those tiny things really do add up. And when we're consistent with the small things that seem insignificant, they wind up becoming really big things. So you may not be getting to the gym for an hour, right? I know sometimes I look at the clock and I'm like, dang it, I'm not going to get that hour long workout in that I planned. And it could be easy to think, well, I just won't do it at all. But a 20 minute workout makes a really big difference. Especially if you do 20 minutes day after day after day, that really counts. You know, every night when I could, like my husband is really into it. This is terrible. I'm routing him out on the show, but he's so <laughs> into like bringing this little bowl of corn chips to the couch at night and like munching on corn chips that night. And it would be so easy to just kind of munch right along with him and think, oh, it doesn't matter. Like It's just one, you know, it's just one handful of chips. But every night that I make the decision, you know what? The kitchen is closed. I know that I sleep better when I haven't eaten a couple hours before bed. Like that matters. Every single little night matters. Every time that I have the opportunity to order a salad instead of French fries or, you know, pass on the Christmas cookies as they're, you know, passed around, like just say, no, thank you. All those little bits really do. They matter. I love too that you frame
0: this in a way because our, our mental thing, <laughs> the way we think about things is so important. And so rather than looking at everything matters as like a deduction from your health, but really focusing more on the things that you're adding to your health, those little decisions that you're adding to like the bank per se versus debiting from the bank.
1: Correct. And we often, I mean, I know this group of women, right? is like high performing and we often let perfection become the enemy of good or become the enemy of progress. And we think if it's not all dialed in perfectly, then whatever, I'll just start in January. But it does matter, like those little efforts, those little things that you can do really, really, really do add up. I love
0: it. All right. So we've covered seven steps, seven good strategies around the holidays and taking care of our health, but you have one
1: more. What's the last one that you have for us? Yeah. So this one is really a practical, I think it's a very stress relieving activity. I did this with my group last year. I'm going to do it again with the 12 week group that I have this year. And that is an exercise where you take out your calendar and you really look at like all the events coming up that might be causing you a little bit of holiday food anxiety right now, right? Like I think sometimes we think that from Halloween to January 1st, it's just this string of sugar and social events and, you know, not having time for our health habits. But often when we put it all down on paper, it gives us a lot of clarity to really see like, okay, how many social events do I have? How many dinners out? And, I think that may look different this year, just with everything that's going on, but it's still a helpful exercise. And you can even write down, you know, you want to do a night where you decorate gingerbread houses with your kids or you make Christmas cookies or something like that. But I think it gives us the opportunity to see just with clarity, how many events are there really? Like, Are we making this to be a bigger deal on our minds than it absolutely has to be? Or maybe there is a week where you've got a whole series of events and you're thinking, okay, wow, well, maybe I need to get a little extra sleep every night this week because I know I'm going to be around sugar all the time and I want, and I don't want to have those cravings or hey, maybe I need to make sure that I'm drinking my water or wow, this is a week where it's really important to have a good meal plan. So I think it's a really helpful exercise to just get it out of your head on paper, see what is really going on for the next couple months, and then give yourself that gift of being able to make good choices ahead of time. I love this exercise because it gives us such great perspective,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's the fact that, yeah, there is going to be more sugar and things like that happening around the holidays. And then that can start to control our thoughts and, you know, the, all of the actions that we end up taking around the holidays, thinking that like, that's all that there is. I remember that there was a time in my career where I was traveling and I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm never home. All I ever do is travel. Mm-hmm. And it started controlling my thoughts to start being like, I need to find another job. This is not where I need to be. And it became like very consuming and kind of a negative spiral. And so I started on my calendar putting like a green dot on all of the days that I got to sleep in my own bed. Mm. Just so that that way, when I look at the calendar, it was amazing how many green dots there actually were, you know, because sometimes when we get focused on the wrong thing, that's all we start to see. When we really need to make sure that we're having that perspective, a balanced perspective of reality and what's really going on. And I think that you know, even looking at the calendar between, like you said, Halloween and New Year's and all of the days that you can make healthy choices, that there's not like a party going on or something happening where sugar is going to be an obstacle for you. There's probably a whole lot of obstacle-free days, but we just don't focus on that. We focus more on the obstacle days versus the non-obstacle days.
1: That uh, yes, so well said. And I remember having conversations with clients last year around the holidays and hearing them say, you know, I always gain weight around the holidays because there are so many meals out and I'm not in control of the food. And it was so helpful to really say, okay, let how many are there? <laughs> like what you said <laughs> with the green dot, like let's really see how many there are. And like you said, that exercise. You see what you're looking for. So when you realize, oh, wow, I've got so many opportunities this week where I am in control of what the food is, and I do get to have a say, and wow, this really isn't as big of a deal as I've made it out to be in my mind. So, so important to have that balanced perspective. And Lindsay, that's why I love
0: having you on because... Not only does everything that you bring just so brilliant, but it's balanced in that perspective of being a a busy working mom that we can actually do it, which I think is really important. So, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Now, if people want to learn more about you, they want to connect with you, they want to get wisdom from Lindsay
1: every single day, where can they do that? The places we talked about earlier, my newsletter list and Instagram, those are the places I hang out the most. So, You go to my website, lindsayliveswell.com. There are lots of freebies on there and places that you can get connected. And then on Instagram, I love it, love it, love it when people will reach out and send me a message and say, Hey, I heard you on the podcast and being able to put a face to a name and, and have those conversations. So if you're listening, I would love to have you reach out and say hi on Instagram. Absolutely. And you have a free class coming up, don't you on meal planning? I do. Yes. And I do not have a date for that at the moment. (laughs) Um, We had talked earlier about how um, I was going to do a free masterclass this November on meal planning. And just with, you know, and I love that I can have this conversation with you about how sometimes the Holy Spirit like grabs hold of your heart and kind of redirects your priorities. Just in the last few days, I have felt kind of convicted about where I'm focusing my time and my energy. And I've just kind of pushed pause on that project for just a hot second to make sure that my priorities are in alignment. And I'm really hearing from the Holy Spirit in the right way. So there will definitely be a free meal plan masterclass sometime in the near future, but it's probably not going to be mid-November like I had originally planned.
0: So everyone should just get on Lindsay's email list so that way you know exactly when she's going to be doing it. because. I can't wait for it. I am like waiting for the date to come. And Lindsay, I just love that you are listening to the Holy Spirit and that He is guiding you in everything that you're doing. And I just pray that He continues to do that. He has such a hand on what you are doing and the way that you're impacting other women. And I just pray that He continues to use you to glorify Him in everything that you're doing. Thank you so much. Hey, just because the episode's over doesn't mean we have to stop hanging out. Head on over to Instagram and follow me there. You can find me at your.life.rocks. Or if you're more of a Facebook kind of girl, join our community of working Christian moms just like you. You can search Your Life Rocks over on Facebook and connect with us there. And if you're ready to truly create lasting balance and get results in your life, maybe it's time for you to join Life Balance Membership download the Your Life Rocks app in iTunes or in Google Play. You can upgrade to the membership right inside the app. And if you're looking for more resources to help you create more balance, head on over to yourliferocks.com.